Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Hello, welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. No, with no, you me, can do Reese that. and Jesse. You can do that better than He's a that. man with long hair, yeah. and he is my friend. <laughs> Frowd. Frowd. Can, um, you, can you do that? But sing it like, see, I, but like rap it. I know no. you're incapable. Of, yeah, okay. No. Can you say it more enthusiastic? No. Okay, can you say it less enthusiastic? Probably. Let's try that. Hello. Reese, <laughs> I'm with Jesse. Welcome to our show. He's my friend. How's that? <laughs> Yeah. That's uh, good. I, I want to get into the content on this one just right away. I want the, no, 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 no. I want to get into because this one, this one, this topic yeah. has been uh, very prominent in people's lives and on the news, and okay. we haven't addressed it at all. We, we should we should welcome people to the oh, show hello, first. Hello, hello, and welcome to Canadian politics. Hello, is boring. To, I've reached, so this is boring. I sang it. I did it already. Did, did you sing it? Yeah. You just said welcome to the show. Oh, maybe you did. Maybe I need to be serious for a moment. So this okay. this issue is um, right. uh, this issue is all about ASMR. There we go. You're going to feel bad when I start talking about the topic after your ASMR. Oh, God. Well, I had to get it out before. But uh, this is going to be a depressing fucking episode. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. You so, lie. I know so, how much you love them. 
it's on so, our comedy show. So we haven't talked about or addressed the uh, undocumented and marked graves that were found in residential schools. Everyone, everyone in their right mind has been thinking about it and yes. reflected on it. Um, and I don't think it's our place to tell that story because it's an emergent story and that there are people in that community and who've had those experiences who can better tell it. And we're a comedy show. Right. And I don't want us to, I don't, I know you don't, but to talk, navigate in a lighthearted way around a topic that is not lighthearted in any way. Right. Now that wouldn't feel ingenuous. Ingenuous? But Dis- one, it would the, feel disingenuous? Genuous? I mean, the one thing we can do. And the one thing we can do in our style okay. is make fun of the... Uh, oh, I like making fun of things. The idiots <laughs> who try and deny all of that stuff happened. Right. I think that's pretty fair. I'm down. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. So I'll, I'll start at the top. So um, if, 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 if... First of all, as well, if you, if you don't believe that uh, what's happened is, is awful, then um, you should probably turn this off because you won't enjoy us making fun of the people you probably agree with. So... Uh, <laughs> In that sense. Anyway, so I'm going to start with this guy. Uh, he's he's a priest. Oh, God. His name is Real Forrest. Real Forrest. I'm pronouncing it wrong. I think it's an Irish name. R-H-E-A-L. Real. Reverend Real Forrest of the St. Emile Catholic Church. Sounds like a Church. rapper's name. Real Forrest. Real Forrest. Real Forrest Gump. Uh, Catholic Church in Winnipeg, Manitoba. And he, this is an article from the Washington Post. His sermon made the Washington Post. So, Canadian priest accuses indigenous victims of fabricating school abuse. Kind of hard if you're poor not to lie. That was his if quote. What? It's kind of hard not to. It's kind of hard if you're poor not to lie. It's kind of hard if you're poor. So he used not the f- to lie. So he used yeah. What does in, that even mean? If you if, you if you're poor, it, you have to lie. Yeah, apparently. Or you're going to lie. You're somehow in- income is some kind of somehow an indicator of honesty. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I know plenty of rich people who lie. To themselves, Most mainly. Of them, yeah. <laughs> um, he said, "Fake news. About Money solves my problems." <laughs> basically, called the psychological, physical, and sexual abuse fake news, which is a free. Anyone who uses that phrase, so he's, he's already, you know, he's a wrongen. So a he, wrongen, yeah. <laughs> so he asserted that indigenous children enjoyed being at residential schools, and survivors of abuse lied to get to get settlement money from the Canadian government of three billion dollars across twenty seven thousand victims. Jesus Christ! They wanted extra money for that money. That from that money that was given to them, they had to lie sometimes. Lie that they were abused, and oop, another fifty thousand. Forrest said during a video. Did he actually record- say it like that? I. That's how it reads. Um, that's what he said during a video recorded sermon that was removed from Facebook. What a lovely priest. Why was it so... Hold on, did Facebook remove it? I think either he did or Facebook. I don't think he gives a shit, though, by the sense of it. <laughs> um, I imagine it was taken down. But anyway, yeah, it, it was leaked to other people. So basically this... Yep, he thinks that it's all made up because... And I guess he's trying to defend the Catholic Church, which is a very hard position yeah, to, you, to be maintained. Yeah, I mean, like, honest God. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a stellar reputation, let's face it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know... They did invent a car you can... A bulletproof car. What? Oh, the Pope-mobile. The, po- po- the Pope tank. Is that is it a tank? Does it have it's like a, a gun at the front? You know. Like a swiveling... A swivel gun? <laughs> to, to take out <laughs> atheists? <Pope's> <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, the, Pope. <laughs> the Pope tank. Um, so we've talked about Conservative Senator Lynn Bayak before. She's retired now. What, what, how, so what she, was, this is from April 2017. This was in the Globe and Mail. Who was she again? She was a senator, a conservative how, when senator. When did we talk about her? 
Um, oh, I can't remember what it was, but we I, I said we'd do an episode on it because she's a bit of a character. You said we would, but we never did. We will at some point. We will at some point. She's, just, she's, she's just referenced her as a character we've already talked about. In an episode. Where, where we, we said that we were going to talk about someone. That was the reference. And then I forgot. <laughs> but it doesn't mean we can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so... She, <laughs> what was her name again? Uh, Senator Lynn Bayak. Senator Senator what? Lynn Bayak. Bayak. Senator Lynn Bayak. You remember her, Jesse. I've referenced her before. And by reference, I mean that sometime in the past, I have mentioned that we will talk about her at some point in the future. That was the reference that yep. you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> and then we forgot. So it's fine. <laughs> Say we, me. It's on me. Um <laughs> So she she made she she was basically she was on the Senate committee for Aboriginal peoples, and she got kicked off uh, for what she said, uh, and she claimed it was an attack on free speech. So she said political correctness is stifling opinion and thoughtful conversation, but it wasn't thoughtful conversation. Um, she was basically just saying that um, uh, she 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 didn't think that um, uh, indig- uh, the she didn't think the residential schools were all that bad. That was her position, and she was on that. She was on like a very senior committee. I mean, the whole idea of these residential schools was to conform, right? Like to yank them away from their families and to conform them to like, this is just horrible in nature. Yeah. And she also claims the majority of Canadians agree with what I say. I can't prove it, but I know psychically. <laughs> she didn't, I added that. Oh, it's just, damn it. She said there's a silent majority of Canadians. And when people say silent majority, what they mean is I have no evidence that everyone agrees with me. <laughs> I've just convinced myself that I'm right. I have no evidence, nor can you prove me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Go <laughs> prove me wrong. They're silent. They don't want to talk to you. You could try and you would never prove because they don't want to know. Um, and she said that there were good deeds and other positive elements uh, that emerged from the residential school. Uh, so she was kicked off and she said, too often a broad ra- on a broad range of issues, a vocal minority cries foul and offence whenever a point of view is raised that does not align with their own. Um, and Indigenous Affairs critic Romeo uh, Saganash, who, is also, who was a residential school survivor, basically said, free speech does not apply to people that celebrate genocide. Which I think is true. Hmm. The whole free speech thing that like has been going on for a, a long time. Well, pretty much since Trump got into office and then left. Um, I mean, there's a the, a counter argument towards all the free speech uh, yellers out there. Yellers, a, a free speech yeller, which is basically like you know, yes, you can say whatever you want. But that doesn't mean there won't be consequences. Yeah, it's yeah. not what free yeah, yeah. speech means. It doesn't mean you, you can say you whatever can, you want you without can lose your job. You can lose your job. You can lose friends. You can lose like, family. You can Twi- lose, Twitter yeah. can decide to kick you off. Totally. Because, because they're a private company. Yeah, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also as well, like when you... That's not free Free speech is like you, you don't get to go to prison no. for saying something. That's free speech. But that doesn't mean it's free of consequences. <laughs> <laughs> and also, when your free speech makes other people fearful and feel less free that's when it's that's when you're you're kind of not considering the fact that you're talking about your Again, free speech consequences. what about other people's right. freedom to not live in fear because someone is saying I, I want that group of people dead i want that group of people to be kicked out of this country when they say things like that those people well, in that community are living, are living in fear of 
um, well, yeah. of those kind of people. So they're not free because they they live in fear in their own community. So freedom of speech is so complicated. But when your freedom, really deep here, when your freedom of speech We're digging down a rabbit hole here, when man. your freedom of speech makes other people less free, then then your whole your whole love of freedom is completely compromised. I believe a little backwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little backwards, just a little bit. So anyway, uh, Jason Kenny, he doesn't just Jason hate, Kenny. He doesn't just hate oh, Bigfoot. Oh yeah, Jason Kenny. That was yeah. my, that was one of my favorite episodes I know. ever, ever. So um, so when a reporter asked Kenny whether Calgary in Calgary, Alberta, schools named after figures like Johnny McDonald should change their names, Kenny defended McDonald's imperfect legacy. Uh, so Johnny McDonald, we've covered in our first ever episode, his drunken adventures. I think we should continue. The drunken... Yeah, there are more drunk adventures to come, I'm sure, which I, I forgot so. about. Um, so he basically he was played a part in setting up the residential school. That was uh, the idea was to forcibly assimilate children uh, and First Nations First Nations children. So his quote was, and this is Johnny McDonald, not Jason Kenny. <laughs> Indian Indian children, sorry for using that word. This is a quote from historical person. You're cancelled. Yeah, should be withdrawn as much as possible from the parental influence, and o- the only way that that would be put to them in central, tr- the only way to do that would be to put, the, to put them in central training industrial schools where they will acquire the habit Habits and th- modes of thought of white men. That Jesus, was Johnny McDonald. Johnny McDonald, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, so, so he basically, you know, he that was his intention when they set the schools up. So, anyone who says it was about education, you go, no, it wasn't about that. The guy, well, the guy who helped set them up, said that at the start. Yeah. Um, Kenny doesn't care about that. So he he pointed out that he introduced a bill to recognize a Sir Johnny McDonald Day. And hold on, wait, hold on, sorry. Someone asked him if they should remove the name of Sir uh, Johnny McDonald from the schools, and his response was to make a Sir Johnny McDonald Day. Yeah, that was his response. Yeah, that was part of his response. Fuck you, we're not removing the name of the school. In fact, there should be a McDonald Day. There's a whole fucking day. Okay, yeah. Um, And he said, no McDonald, no Canada. Uh, Without him, the country would not exist. That's true. An analogy that I would use, though, is that. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, great film. Mm. I know we always bring up Indiana Jones. I know, it's great. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, they couldn't have made that film without the Nazis being the bad guys. It wouldn't have been a good film, as good a film without them. So does that justify the fact that um, the Nazis should have been allowed to exist and Hitler be in charge and do all the, the bad stuff they did just to Are you... just so Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Hold Crusade on, could me... be a film I could enjoy? Let me let me just <laughs> pause this for a it's second. It's a twisted logic. I just want to just wanna make sure I'm getting this correctly so if i had like a big red button that affected time and space and you told me jesse if you press that button hitler would not have existed world war ii would not have happened but the antagonist in indiana jones and the last crusade would not be as good as you remember it would I push that button? No, but that's my point. <laughs> is if you really Indiana Jones and Last Crusade is a great film. That is your point. No, that, no, that no, is but, the point that point, you're trying to make. I, that, <laughs> that is an analogy to Kennedy's uh, Kenny's thought process. Uh, oh, I'm what? Because he's saying Canada wouldn't exist without without Johnny McDonald. It's like, yeah, lots of things wouldn't have ex- existed without things happening. It's called time. <laughs> it's called history. Lots of things happen that lead to other things happening. It, it doesn't. It, 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 you can't. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yes, Johnny McDonald helped set the country up, but he also carved a big chunk of uh, of people's lives up as well in terms of indigenous people. He, he can, Actually, you know, I didn't know that about him. I'd like to do another episode on we him. We should honestly. do another episode yeah. on him because it is obviously quite a torturous 
kind of thing for people to go, ah, Johnny McDonald was widely celebrated quite openly, uh, you know, for, for decades. And now now people are going, ah, maybe we should have another look at this. But that's too- I mean, it's kind of like kind of like the, you know, when you when you find an artist that you really like, like a filmmaker or a musician, and it turns out that they're a real shithead and have done royally oh. shitty things. Can you still enjoy their music? Like, can I be a patriot of Canada knowing Sir Johnny McDonald made Canada happen? Because knowing that he's the shit that he was at the time, like, but I, I think, I think, like, I, and that's the artist formerly known as Sir John A. McDonald. With I, I think reconcil- reconciliation comes from the fact that you, you like, as or like me as a European, you, you as a someone who's descended from Europeans in Canada. It wasn't mm. your fault that he did that, but not recognizing that he that those things happened to you. Like, is, is just is, ignoring them. You can't ignore them. You, no, you know, accepting not. that it happened and the history was history. But, you know, the, the, every, everyone, if everyone, everyone acknowledges and agrees on a set of facts and then goes, right, well, how can we improve things moving forward? The problem is, is these people is, uh, basically want to deny it and they want to cling on to like a, an outdated notion of, hmm. of history just because they don't want to accept the fact that in their head, everything was perfect. What are you talking about? <laughs> Hey, Jesse, do you know what time it is? What time is it, Reese? Ad time. Yay! <laughs> no, that's back after these, uh, these important things. Ads. Hey, Griffin Steve. here, and we want to tell you about our show. It's called Kill to Death, and every week we solve... A made-up... Murder. It's all improv, with a ton of great comedy guests, like Sean Cullen, Mark Little, Sarah Hennessy, Becky Johnson, Chris Locke, a polite no from one of the members of legendary Canadian comedy group Kids in the Hall. Sometimes you can hear the guys who live above us talking through the ceiling. Nicole Passmore and many more. Check it out on the Sonar Network, where you can find this show, or search Kill to Death wherever you get your podcasts. Kill to Death. It's usually less than an hour. We're We're going going back back to back. back. (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Freddie Rivas. And um, who who in in the hell are you, sir? Uh, Your producer, Matt Duncan. Uh, We are uh, a... you know, a fan podcast. We talk yeah. about Raptors, NBA, but we're pretty freaking insightful. TBH. Huge. Yeah. Um, so, you know, even if I don't have access to the bowels of the ACC, yeah. I still got a version of the scoop, yeah. okay? A, a seasoned seat holder's right. uh, bird's eye. If you want to listen to this podcast, where, where, where are they going to find us? Oh, you can rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Listen, anywhere you get your podcasts, or you can listen at thesonarnetwork.com Johnny McDonald, he could drink everyone under the table, he could run 100 metres in 8 seconds. Is that true? No. I'm just saying, you know, (laughs) people like to make stuff up, you know, it's... People like to kind of like have a role model and then really kind of build it up and, and, you know, they say like never to meet a hero. I mean, if Jason Caddy met Johnny McDonald with a time machine, he'd be like Johnny McDonald would just get smashed the shit out of him because he was drunk in a bar fight. It'd be kind of like, I don't know, I'd, I'd go tra- time traveling and then immediately getting shit faced sounds like a time. No, no, but so. what I mean is Johnny McDonald <laughs> would probably just batter him and just like, oh, I see maybe, what maybe oh, vomit okay. all over his face. Right. I don't know. But yeah, never meet your heroes. Never rewatch the flight of the navigator. No, that no. was a mistake. 
<laughs> it was one of my favorite childhood movies, and then I watched it as an adult. And, uh, was, and also, was, my 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 ex uh, and I, my ex at the time, she wasn't my ex, but we watched it together, and I was hyping it up so much, and then we watched it, and by the end, I was apologizing to her because it was so did bad. Flight of the Navigator ruin your your relationship? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it's good to blame. It's always good to blame those things. <laughs> um, we broke also, up immediately afterwards. Uh, I mean, the, the more shocking thing though is Jason Kenney refused to fire a speechwriter who referred to residential schools as a bogus genocide story. So he doesn't mind surrounding himself by people who say hmm. terrible things. So um, yeah, the writing's on the wall there. Right. Read between the lines, or you just read the lines. Just read the lines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and even. Uh, Aaron O'Toole, current leader of the Conservatives, is not immune to this kind of thought as oh my well. God, well. That's not surprising. Um, so this this is an article that was in uh, a newspaper that I can't remember. I, I like Aaron O'Toole. The more I hear about him, the more entertained I become. It's like Canada's clown, honestly. We all know he's not going to get elected, <laughs> but I sure like to see him try, honestly. I, yeah, if he gets elected, I'd like to see him shake hands with Joe Biden with his foot stuck in a bucket. <laughs> That'd be quite good. <laughs> anyway, right? Yeah. So o o Aaron O'Toole walks back claim that residential schools were designed to provide education. So this is a video that was posted to um, a, con a university conservative club Facebook page. So during lockdown, he was talking to, to young conservatives. Um, so he's been under pressure to retract his statement about residential schools ever since Press Progress, a publication uh, of the Broadband Institute and Global News, first reported the contents of a Zoom call O'Toole held with the Toronto University Campus Conservative Club earlier this year. In that call, O'Toole addressed what he described as the woke campaign to rename Ryerson University because of the role of the school's namesake played, the role the school's namesake played in creating the residential school system. Ryerson? Ryerson. What did I say? You said Ryerson. I yeah. said Ryerson. Yeah, yeah. That was, that's, a, that's a fairly prestigious this, school. I didn't realize they had... So what was their connection? So uh, I'll, uh, this, is, this is O'Toole's quote from what he said. When Egerton Ryerson was called in by Hector uh, Levine and people, it was meant to try and provide education, he told students in the call. It became a horrible program that really harmed people. And we have to learn from that. And I wear orange, but we're not helping anyone by misrepresenting the past. So uh, Egerton Ryerson was an educator and Methodist minister who was credited with founding the public education school system in Ontario. He also played a key role in the creation of the residential school system. Um, uh, so basically, he was the architect of the whole thing. And they're saying we should change the university name because because he set everything up with McDonald. Um, and yeah, so he 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 he's fighting to he was fighting to basically keep the name, whereas a lot of people I think they've already I think they are renaming it. Are they really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think they're renaming it to the Adolf Hitler University. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The Hermann Göring Institute for Learning. Who's Sorry. Who's Hermann Göring? Hermann Göring. Hermann Göring Institute for Learning. <laughs> Come on down to the Herman Gurman Institute for Learning. <laughs> Who's Herman Gurman? Herman Gurin. Who's I don't know. He Herman was like Gurin. a senior Nazi. He was a World War One fighter pilot ace who became who became a Nazi. Yeah, he was like a, he was their poster boy. He was like a handsome poster boy. Herman Gurin. Herman Gurin. Herman Gurin's Institute for Learning. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh god. Anyway, so so I think I think we navigated navigated that topic because it's an important topic and everyone needs to be thinking about it. Hmm. But by talking about the dickheads who are trying to apologize for that system. We've done our job. We've done our job. <laughs> we'll do what we're good at, making fun of dickheads. So if you're a dickhead, let us know. Or don't. No, don't. Don't oh, do that. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, call to action, Jesse. Call to action. So our, our contest our, worked out really well, except for how long it took. For, we had a contest a number of months ago where uh, we asked for people to write the funniest um, reviews on Apple Podcasts that we that they could think of. And it, we got bombarded with fantastic reviews. It was amazing. And uh, instead of sending a T-shirt out to the funniest, uh, we decided to send a T-shirt out to all of them. And it worked out really well, except that it took about five months for Reese to send the T-shirts. I was, I was trying to get quotes on a good deal for T-shirts. Had uh, that work out and for And then you? I got busy. Well, yeah. it was fine. I would have fine. Everyone had T-shirts. so That's true. You did so, send them out. Yeah, 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 so everyone, if you would like to... Oh, but here, if, if you are one of the people who uh, we sent a T-shirt out to, we would love to see you in one of those T-shirts. Please email us at CanadianPoliticsIsBoring at gmail.com with a photo of you in your T-shirt or just tweet or Instagram us with it. We'd love to see it. I think Jesse that'd be amazing. Jesse keeps them in his collection. I do, and I look yeah. it up every night. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was going to say... we. Uh, we're thinking about <laughs> uh, if you have an incentive not to take a photo um, so we're not doing another contest but we are asking for re- yeah, more it, reviews send us a review this time for nothing if you really enjoyed the spy season which you put a lot of work into and we bombarded you with content content mm-hmm. creators content, uh, content um, then then yeah give us some nice reviews to say thank you it's not we don't, you know it's not money but it'll do uh, the funniest reviews we might read on the show? Maybe. Maybe. I might. Just it's we, could, we should. Yeah, yeah we, we do honestly, tend to read our honestly, reviews because we, 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 you know, we are quite if self-indulgent. If you feel like giving back to us, that's how you can do it. <laughs> honestly. No, it helps. It boosts us in the ratings. It's, it's like it gets us. It does help us. And it's just nice yeah, for us. It? It's just nice to know that people care and they're listening. It's nice to know you give a shit. Yeah. yeah. If you give a shit, let us know. <laughs> and if you're a dickhead, and give us a review. <laughs> So we're going to get a lot of reviews. Five stars. I give a shit. <laughs> ah, well, uh, I've been Reese, And I have been Jesse. And this has been Canadian Politics. Well, that was a good sign-off. That was good. And we've never professional done it. it was. Something. Look at that. 118 episodes in and we did it. Was it because it was 110 last episode. No, it was, and those 116 posted con- pieces of content. Somewhere like that. Anyway, okay. over 100 episodes in and we finally got the Yay. end of them. So, <laughs> year holes, etc. Oh, I got you to say ear holes. I did as, say ear holes, yeah. Just as the word, but that's fine. I'll but take holes. whatever steps I can. Nope. too. Let's not do that. Okay. Cool. Well, we're off now. Okay. Bye, Jason Kenny. We love you. And Bigfoot. And Bigfoot. <laughs> just forgive Big. I know, Jason, this is for you. I know that you hate Bigfoot because Bigfoot did said nasty things about oil. Just, for, just <laughs> give Bigfoot a chance. Forgive him. Just walk into the woods one night take all your clothes off in the moonlight and howl and just howl and, and wait he'll, for he'll big, come and find you he'll come and find you yep. and he'll give you a big bigfoot hug yep you'll and make it all will be forgiven yeah and you'll just pet each other for a while and then you just go home drive home in your truck it's getting dirty Reese. Um, an erotic novel about Jason Kenny having <laughs> sexual liaisons with a Bigfoot. I'm going to go home yes! and write this. I'm going to go, run to Tim Hortons and write this on my laptop. If any one of our listeners are fanfic writers yes you know what to do. Bigfoot, Jason Kenny, sex fan fiction. Oh my god. 
I would read the fucking There's list. a whole genre waiting to be created. <laughs> I would narrate that. Send, like, honest God, somebody out there, write it, send it to us. I'll, I'll narrate it and I'll put it out as a yeah. special bonus episode. <laughs> I will. I swear to God, with music and sound effects, of everything. <laughs> Do it. As Bigfoot carried Jason like a baby over the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start point. To his love nest. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. So if, you, if, you, if you're willing to write erotic fiction about Jason Kenny Bigfoot, email it to us, CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com. Jesse will... CanadianPoliticsIsBoring at gmail.com. Uh, it is, yeah. yeah. Canadian... <laughs> just I, forgot about, I forgot about the rest. I gave you yeah. a web address for an email. <laughs> um, and uh, we, J- Jesse will narrate it, and I will do all the audio design. Um, and I look forward to doing the Foley sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> My only request is that there be sheep involved, non-sexually, that there be a race car that there be a loot and a big feast with all of Jason's uh, friends who kind of secretly hate him. Yeah. There you go. That's my contribution to the story. Yes. Okay, cool. Great. So, uh, bye. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.